Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. Before we jump into the show, I want to let you know that my signature course, Brand Strategy 101, is now open for enrollment inside the Brand Design Masters Academy. This is a foundational course for creative professionals and entrepreneurs who want to get started with brand strategy so you can sell bigger projects, increase your fees for the creative work you already do, and get paid for the thinking and advice you've probably been given away for free. The moment you enroll, you get immediate lifetime access to seven modules of training with over eight hours of instructional videos, 25 lessons in all, plus 24 downloadable strategy tools and conversation guides. In Brand Strategy 101, I've taken complex strategic methodologies used by the world's most respected global branding agencies and crafted them into a deceptively simple turnkey process and toolkit that you can use with your clients, even if you've never done brand strategy before or don't know where to start. Brand Strategy 101 draws from my 25 years of experience working with clients ranging from entrepreneurs to small to medium-sized businesses all the way up to the Fortune 100. So if you're ready to up your game and bulletproof your career and protect your business from the downward pricing pressure of sites like Fiverr and Upwork, then Brand Strategy 101 is the place to start. Just go to philipvandusen.com BS101 and enroll in Brand Strategy 101 today. Again, just go to philipvandusen.com BS101 and enroll now. The following podcast comes from a live stream I did recently. Many of you have requested that I make my live streams available as audio so you can listen to them on the go. So I am now republishing some of my most popular live streams as podcasts to make that possible. I share a boatload of valuable tips, tools, methods, and processes on my live streams, and I want to make sure that you don't miss a thing. Now, you may hear me make references to slide visuals, which you obviously can't see on a podcast, or to live stream viewers' comments and questions. But that just comes with the territory and generally won't detract from the value of the content, I assure you. And as always, if you like this episode, please take a moment to provide a star rating or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Or better yet, share the episode on social or with a friend or a colleague. And with that, let's jump into the episode. So what I want to say is, number one, I want you guys to stay until the end because I'm going to share with you how ageism affects you and what you can do about it, whether you are a younger designer or whether you are an older designer. Ageism is bad in the creative fields, and the tech industry is even worse. Advertising is very bad, but the tech industry is worse. In fact, the average age of a worker at Facebook, LinkedIn, and even at SpaceX is 29 years old. And there was an article in the New York Times recently that was about the tech industry and how there are workers in the tech industry in California who are 30 to 40 years old and they are feeling lots of pressure in terms of being too old for or being looked at as too old in their industry. They even started up this retreat in Baja, California, where tech entrepreneurs and tech workers will go there to de-stress and to learn how to deal emotionally with ageism. So it's a real thing. And there are a lot of opportunities in the creative market. This slide is actually from the AIGA design census done in 2019, largest design census done in the United States. And This is how graphic designers and creative professionals rated the job security of their jobs. 
only about, what is it, 20% total felt that their jobs were rock solid or fairly stable. The rest of them, 75%, were either a little concerned or felt like their job could end at any time. There's a lot of pressures going on in the creative industry. There's AI and there's design automation. The industry is really changing. It's much less stable than it used to be. There's the rise of the consultant class, the rise of freelancers. More freelancers, temps, permalancers are in the industry now because companies are cutting back on full-time employees so they don't have to pay benefits, so they have much more flexibility in their bottom line. There's more small agencies. There's more consultants. And so things are changing in the economy that are also contributing to this. Or you could also see it as being a reflection of ageism in the industry. But there are aspects of the creative industry, the design industry, that are changing. It's making work less stable. This, again, is from the AIGA's 2019 Design Census, where the age of designers currently working in the industry, 64% are 20 to 35 years old. 35 to 50 years old make up 25%, but only 11% of the industry is 50 or over. And you have to think about the fact that there were all the people who are 20 to 25 make up 89% of the working population in creative professions. But as soon as they hit that 50 mark, it's like the population drops right off a cliff. And that is something that is very remarkable and a problem in our industry. And So I want you to pay really close attention to that graph. So what are some of the arguments that they're using against older creative people? Some people say that older designers aren't as creative. They maybe don't innovate as well. They might not be staying up on new applications or new design programs. They don't understand younger millennial buyers or consumers. They maybe can't navigate the newest social platforms as well. They certainly cost too much because they're more senior in their careers. They may be less willing to work long hours. They may be less flexible. All of these are the arguments that they use against older creative professionals, very few of which are true, but that is the ammunition that the industry uses. For the most part, companies and agencies really devalue what senior creatives bring to the table. More senior workers in general, they have a historical knowledge of design and trends. They have a historical knowledge of the brands that they're working on. They are more mature in their communication, both their verbal communication and their written communication. They have generally a higher level of EQ or emotional intelligence in managing clients, managing different personalities, dealing with the matrixed organizations that happen in agencies and corporations. They may have more experience in decision-making. They have more experience in navigating kind of complex client problems. So older creatives do bring a wealth of experience to the table, but companies and agencies seem to have very little value on those sorts of things. So if you're a younger designer, what can you do about it? Here's the biggest headline for anyone who's under 50 years old and a creative professional. The big headline is that if you are a younger creative professional, you have to realize that your career has a shelf life. Your career in a corporate or agency environment has a shelf life. Once you reach 50 years old, you have a target on your back. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic in saying this, 
but it is very true. In the advertising industry, if you're over 40 and a creative director, you are very conceivably washed up. When I left my last corporate gig, I was on LinkedIn a lot, and I found a question thread in a forum that was about where have all the 40-year-old creative directors gone? And there were 1,200 responses to it, 1,200 comments. And I read through a lot of those comments, and it really hit me like a ton of bricks. You have to realize that between the ages of 25 and 45, that 20-year period, you are in your prime as a creative. So from the time you're 25, or if you're entering in in your 30s or something, you have to really realize that you got to put the pedal to the metal in terms of pushing your career forward, getting promoted, making more money, etc. But, you know, essentially just maximizing your earning potential and your ambition. And at the same time, you can't become complacent and think that that gravy train is always going to be running because chances are it's not. You really have to take control of your career and your personal brand. You have to make sure that you're constantly building and networking outside of the organization that you work for, developing some sort of real estate, some sort of website, some sort of social media presence, some sort of content that you can own and that has no relation to the company or agency environment that you work in. You need to try to develop V-shaped skills. You've heard probably about T-shaped skills, right? Where it's a very narrow understanding of a broad range of capabilities, but very deep understanding of one. So it creates, you know, kind of a T-shape. I'm a firm believer in the V-shaped skill set, which is having a very deep understanding of a single skill set, but a fairly broad understanding of a couple others in order to prepare yourself for the fact that you're going to need a broader range of skills when you get out on your own. Corporations and agencies are great for T-shaped skills people because they want specialists. They have larger teams of people, and so they can fill their teams with T-shaped people who have deep expertise in a particular skill set, and they can build teams of deep skill set people. But the T-shaped skill set doesn't really come in super handy when you're on your own, because when you're on your own or freelancing or working as a contractor, you have to have a broader range of skills. You have to understand finance and account management and legal and communication and project management, a much broader range. Also, you might be just a great logo designer, but you may need to learn website design. You may need to learn UX, UI. You may need to learn a fairly larger scope of design deliverables to make yourself more bulletproof in your career. You want to reduce the control that your employer has on your career longevity. You have to prepare for layoffs. You have to prepare for being sidelined when you age. And I tell you this, and this is another major headline. I hope you guys are sitting up and turning off the distractions and come back to me for a moment because this is going to come sooner than you think. I have a large Facebook community. I run paid mastermind groups. I run in a large circle of creative professionals. And the one thing I see over and over and over is that people get into their mid-40s, coming up to hitting their 50s, and they suddenly get blindsided by being made redundant or being laid off. And they're shocked. Or they decide to change jobs, maybe in their mid-40s. They got sick of the agency or the company they're working on, and they wanted to change jobs. And they might quit before they have something else lined up. 
And then they suddenly find themselves putting out hundreds of resumes and portfolios and not getting any leads and not getting any interviews. And they kind of are in shock. They don't realize what has happened to them. So my advice to younger designers is just put this on your radar. And I know your lives are complicated and you're really worried about advancing, getting paid more money and what your next job's going to be. But keep this on your radar for as you advance in age, that you want to make sure that you're hedging your bets because this will happen. And a lot of people get caught with their pants down when it comes to this. This episode of the Brand Design Masters podcast is sponsored by Bring Your Own Laptop. BYOL.me is a top-tier Adobe application video training website featuring Daniel Scott. Daniel's a certified Adobe trainer and keynote speaker at the Adobe Max conference every year. At BYOL.me forward slash Philip, you can learn everything from the basics to advanced aspects of your favorite Adobe applications, all for one low monthly subscription fee. Visit BYOL.me forward slash Philip. P-H-I-L-I-P. Again, that's B-Y-O-L dot M-E forward slash Philip. I just know you're going to be amazed at Bring Your Own Laptops courses. So older designers, if you're an older designer, what can you do? You want to put all of your effort into staying relevant. So you want to make sure that you're staying on top of the new apps, the new platforms, the new programs, the new versions of these programs. You want to make sure that you're paying attention to design trends and design themes and what is happening in the marketplace, what is happening culturally in the world, you have to realize that eventually you are going to be going off on your own. You have to be really cautious, as I said, about changing jobs after you turn 40. You want to make sure that you are building your networks. These are networks of other partners, so other creative professionals that you might know, that you might be able to team up with or band with in order to work projects together or form some sort of partnership or some sort of digital agency. So you want to expand your partner network. You want to make a lot of friends in the industry, other freelancers, people who do things that you don't do. If you're a photographer, maybe you want to get to know some graphic designers or some web developers, video editors. You want to kind of expand your network and keep those contacts warm. You also want to build and maintain your client networks. So the clients that you have had the opportunity to work with over your career, you want to make sure that as those people leave, move around, get new jobs, that you're paying attention and continuing to reach out and say hi to them once in a while on LinkedIn. You want to keep those connections warm because those are the places where you're going to be getting work when you are starting to head off on your own. And because your past clients will many times become your future clients. You also want to really, really build your personal brand. You got to build that real estate that is yours. You got to build that website, these social media channels, the portfolio presence, start developing some sort of content, maybe blog, even guest blog for other people. You want to start taking the action of building your own personal brand. That is the real estate that you own. That is the real estate that you're going to take with you when you leave the agency or the corporate environment. You want to own your own land. You want to own your own real estate. And then finally, now you want to really avoid denial. And this is what I was talking about when I was talking to the younger designers in the audience is that you have to realize that this is a thing. And to go into denial about the fact that this is a thing or this is something that happens to other people, it's not going to happen to me or my job's really secure. 
I talk to people all the time who are 45 or early 40s who think their job was really secure, and then suddenly their corporation or their agencies gets bought out, or their corporation goes through a major restructuring. Maybe the CMO leaves and brings in a whole bunch of his own people or her own people, and there's a house cleaning and people get laid off. It may be of absolutely no fault of your own. In fact, it probably won't be the fault of your own. It'll be the fault of some sort of outside circumstances that shifts things. And you're going to wake up one day and you're going to find that you are out of a role and you might find it hard to pick up another one. And if that happens, I do not want you to be in the position where you are scrambling to start putting up a website or start interacting on social media or suddenly having to go through all your LinkedIn contacts and say, oh my gosh, I haven't reached out or talked to any of these people in five or 10 years. That is not the kind of situation you want to find yourself in. So that is what I wanted to share with you. Now, this is not to say that, you know, older creatives have nothing to offer because that's obviously not true. My friend Peter Lewis, who just gave me a super chat, he sent me some thoughts on aging after I talked about it in this live a couple of weeks ago. And he shared with me a couple of little facts. One is that David Carson, you know, the super famous idol of mine, David Carson, he didn't even become a graphic designer until he was 41 years old. And by the age of 60, he was considered to be one of the most famous graphic designers in the world. And Muriel Cooper, who won an award from the AIGA when she was 69 years old, that was done in great part to her embracing computer technology when it came down the pike. You know, outside of design, like Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders didn't even start Kentucky Fried Chicken until he was 62 years old. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he didn't license it until he was like 65. Anyway, older people and older workers are just as energized and innovative and full of creativity as younger folks. But the reality is, is that when people age, corporations and agencies see them as replaceable. They have a tendency, as I said, to be somewhat more expensive. They can be seen as being higher maintenance or more difficult to deal with. None of these things, except for the salary requirement, are really true. But people want new blood. And particularly in the advertising industry, it's like always the younger person in the room is the one everyone's listening to because they think that, oh, that one has some sort of magical key to the millennials or something like that. But it's not necessarily the truth. But so overarchingly, you as a creative moving through your career, you have a tremendous amount to offer. And here's the reality. The reality is, is that people in the United States anyway are working until they're 65, 68, 70 years old now. So if you think about the fact that you might be sidelined when you're 55 as a creative, what are you going to do with that final 15 years of your career? How are you going to make ends meet? You better start thinking about that because you really have to lay that groundwork, lay that foundation of network and capabilities and partnerships. So when that ugly beast does kind of raise its head, you want to be in a very strong position to make that transition. So, I mean, if you're in that 10% of people who are 60 plus, like 60 plus is less than 1% of the working population in corporations or agencies. So between 60 and 70, or between 55 and 70, if you plan on still working, you're not going to be working in an agency or corporation. That's just the reality. And a lot of people think that that's not the case, but it is. And it sucks. I'm not going to say it doesn't suck. It really does suck. A lot of industries are ageist. 
But the creative industries, the graphic design industry, the advertising industries are incredibly ageist, even more so than other industries. So the reason why I'm doing this live is just to alert you to the fact that this is a reality. And as a creative, you just really have to have your eyes open. You have to take off the blinders of this could not happen to me and start laying the foundation for what will eventually happen unless you make a gazillion number of dollars and you know become a CMO and by 55 you've got multiple million dollars in the bank and you can walk away and you'll be fine and you don't have to work again. But I can guarantee you that the majority of the people who are sitting here in this audience right now are not in that population. <laughs> so here's one of the things I wanted to say. In some particular industries, older workers are less targeted. One of those is that I noticed because I was in some global packaging agencies and in fast-moving consumer goods for a long period of time in my career, people who did production work, so people who prepared files for printers or prepared files for manufacturing, who were not in the super creative design world, but were more in the technical aspects of design deliverables, they had a tendency to be older and they had a tendency to not be sidelined as quickly as those in the more creative kind of roles. So if you are in a more of a production sort of role, you might be a little more insulated to that. That's what I've seen anyway. That's just my personal experience. I'd be interested to know if anyone else who's here in the audience has seen anything like that. So I want to say hello to some of the people who've kind of popped in. Adam, copywriter at 44. That's awesome. Cornell in Romania. Alexander, I second. The promotion folks are older from ad agencies. Yes, that's very true. Sonia says, I wish I heard this stream five years ago. And Sonia, that's why I'm doing it. That is why I'm doing it. Because in the five years since I left big corporate, big agency and went out on my own and started my own agency, I have been building a community of many of the people who are here on YouTube right now and in the Brand Design Masters Facebook group and my paid mastermind group. All of those folks, there are a lot of people in there who are hitting this wall. And it's distressing to me because my whole mission in life, my whole passion is to prepare you guys for success. I want to teach the younger ones that to get the skills that they need to get promoted and to make more money and to move through their careers. I want to take mid-career people and help them build their agency or their freelance practice. I want to take older creatives and prepare them for this transition. But I want to tell all you guys that this is a reality of our industry. And just so you guys are paying attention to it and taking those blinders off and really preparing yourself for this eventuality, because what Sonia just said in the comments breaks my heart breaks my heart when I hear people say, I wish I'd heard this five years ago. Or, you know, and this just happened last week. I had two different people in the Brand Design Masters Facebook group say, you know, I got made redundant. There was a reorganization in my company. I got laid off. I'm 45. I've put out 150 resumes. I've responded to 75 job things, right? I'm getting nothing. And it breaks my heart because they are not prepared. They were not prepared for this thing to happen and they haven't laid that groundwork. So this transition, no matter what it's going to be, it's going to be a bit traumatic, and it's a huge shift, right, in your mindset and everything else. But that is one of my passions, and that's one of those things that I do in my videos, in the Brand Design Masters group, and in my mastermind groups, and my community. 
I try to prepare people so we are all bulletproof in our careers and we can go till we're 70 and make good money and support our families and be inspired and feel creative and contribute to the world and get our passion and our and our creativity out there. I want that for all of you more than anything in the world. And so that is why I'm here. That's why I'm telling you my truth right now. There may be people who are listening to me right now saying, you know, that's BS. And, uh, you know, he's just an old fart. <laughs> and I can guarantee you, number one, those people are probably 35 years old. Number two, when they hit 45 years old, they're going to be thinking back on this live stream and going, hmm, maybe he had something there. So I'm going to put this up there, but this has been super fun. Have you guys enjoyed this? Have you liked this little rant that I've gone on today? Because I have. And it's obviously because of my passion around it. You can tell it's something that's a subject that's near and dear to my heart because I really am distressed by it, number one. And number two, I wish I could make it different. I wish I could have an impact and tell the world that you have to value older creatives and wave my magic wand and have the world different. But the fact is, is that I can't do that. What I can do and what I can have control over is bringing it to your attention and helping you prepare for this eventuality in every single way that I can. That is one of the reasons why I just launched my course, Brand Strategy 101. I launched it in the spring. I gave it. I'm going to relaunch it in the fall. Teaching people brand strategy is one of the ways that I help people elevate themselves as creatives in their career to get promoted, to get bigger clients, to make more money. Those are the sorts of things that I do now in my practice, in my company, to help you guys improve your lot as creative professionals. I want to share with you guys a little information. I have a video that's going to be released. It's called Branding versus Marketing. What's the difference? I got asked that by someone recently. What is the difference between branding and marketing? And I thought it would be a great topic to do a video on. And this is the sort of question that when I answer, I do it so you guys, if you get answered, ask that question by your clients or your clients seem foggy around what is marketing or what is branding. And I also do it for the entrepreneurs in my audience so they can have a better understanding of those two things and how to articulate what the difference is, because that really helps you sell in what you do and also to be seen as a higher level partner by your clients. Adam says he's lucky enough to have a couple retainer clients, but who knows how long it will last. True. Retainer clients are the best clients to have because those you can also build much deeper relationships with and you can nurture them to pay back with word of mouth marketing in their network connections. A lot of the retainers that I have came in through word of mouth. The more you make long-term clients happy, the more chances you have of improving and growing your client base because of it. All right. So guys, it's been awesome talking to you guys today about aging and graphic design. I hope that you've enjoyed it. And if you did, give me a thumbs up. So guys, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your showing up on a Monday afternoon for me. I hope you have a fantastic week to come. I wish you all the creativity and power and energy in your businesses, and I will see you next time. Okay. Take care. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Masters podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. 
That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. That's philipvandusen.com slash muse, M-U-S-E. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.